Welcome to Grad Life by the Horns, the bi-weekly podcast hosted by Becky Hills and Sophie Scully. We're here to make your 20s that little bit less scary. Touching on everything from career anxiety, struggling to pay your rent and the imposter syndrome that we all feel but no one talks about, this podcast will prove that ultimately we're all in the same boat. Hello and welcome back to the second part of our season finale, How to Grad Life by the Horns in the World today. This week we're joined by another incredible 10 guests who have been so kind as to send us in their voice notes on their thoughts, anxieties and takeaways from the current coronavirus pandemic. We were utterly overwhelmed by the response to the previous episode and by how many people sent in their voice notes and wanted to contribute. So firstly, thank you so much. A lot can change in a week, but in this instance, very little has. We're still in lockdown in the UK and it doesn't look like it's going to be lifted anytime soon. And while this is incredibly stressful and anxiety inducing and we feel like we're living in some sort of groundhog day at the moment, I think the thread that runs through this episode is that this will pass and ultimately we need to make the best of a rubbish situation and show some gratitude in our everyday lives because when this is all over, we're going to be so excited and so grateful that we rode it out and we got through this and we helped protect the NHS and ultimately, as the government said, save lives. I don't have all the resources to hand at the moment, but I'm going to link in the show notes a selection of things that are out there on Instagram, groups on Facebook, all sorts of things at the moment that are really, really helpful for people who are struggling at the moment, especially those within the graduate community. Things like Bronte King's Galti Graduate, some blogs, some articles, our personal tips and tricks, the link to our latest newsletter, those sorts of things that have hopefully some really salient advice and some methods from which you can build a community online if you're struggling at the moment. I don't want to ramble on too much, so I think we should just get into the episode. But thank you so much for listening and so people will be back in the outro with a little more info on everything that our guests discussed today. Hi everyone, my name is Rebecca and I am a final year software engineering student at Queen's University in Belfast. With everything going on at the minute, it has thrown literally all of my plans into disarray. The graduate job that I have lined up is in Formula One and as the season is cancelled for the foreseeable future, I don't actually know if that job is going to be there when this all blows over. I did my placement with one of the Formula One teams when a lot of the guys there and they're just as uncertain as I am. Um, they don't know what's happening with the season, what's happening with new recruits and things like that. I also have plans to go and live in France for a few months before I start work and was due to fly out on the 20th of May, but those plans are completely up in the air now. When I kind of realised that all of my plans for this summer and this year weren't going to happen, I cried a little. I cried a lot, actually. I was just really upset and I know there's so many worse things going on in the world right now, but I think it's okay. It's okay to be upset that things aren't going the way that you planned them. You know, my dad said to me, he was like, listen, this is meant to be the most exciting time of your life the whole world is ahead of you you've just graduated and you're going to do like everything that you wanted to do and whenever it's like kind of at a standstill it's hard also at the minute it's like really difficult for me to focus on uni work and to get out of bed and be motivated all day to sit down at my desk on my laptop and code and write up my dissertation especially because there's no finish line in sight I'm finding it best to have like a semi-structured kind of day I did try to have a really rigid like R by R schedule and it just wasn't working for me because whenever I didn't stick to it I felt like I was letting myself down and really undisciplined so at the minute I'm waking up at seven or eight 
going out a walk with the dogs, coming back, doing some work, having a break in the afternoon and then doing some work in the evening too. And just putting aside four hours in the morning and three or four hours in the evening to actually do work. I'm finding it so much easier to manage. So if you're finding like you feel as if you're letting yourself down by not sticking to a really rigid schedule, maybe try doing it just a little bit more flexible. My project and dissertation submissions are due around the 20th and 24th of April. So at the minute, that's what I'm focusing on and I'm counting down the days until they're submitted. Whenever I think about it too much, I don't know what I'm going to do with all my free time once they're submitted because I think I'll have a lot more time to kind of think about what's going on in the world. I do have assignments. So what Queen's is doing is they're doing like take-home assignments for 24 hours in May, but I'm definitely going to take a bit of time off in between that to catch up on Netflix and all of the books that I keep telling myself I'm going to read. I think something that is really disheartening is the fact that our graduation ceremony has been postponed but we don't know when it's been postponed to and obviously with the situation that's going on in the minute we don't know what's going to be happening at winter time so if there, there will even be winter graduations but I have told my family to save the day of the 3rd of July because even if we're having a barbecue in my makeshift graduation cap and gown I will be celebrating that day so if you think that maybe that's something that could work for you too do it because I'm actually excited for it it might be a party just with the six of us but it'll be a really good party to celebrate the past five years of my life at uni for me the key thing to remember during this really uncertain time is to look at it as an opportunity I'm quite a positive person so you can approach it as an opportunity to really have a go at uni work and do your best in that and you can look at it as an opportunity to catch up on everything that you've wanted to watch for the past year which is definitely what I'm going to do at some point or you can look at it as an opportunity to explore and be creative with all these different things that you've always said that you were going to do and never had time to do because you've got time to do them now and we live in a world where we're so connected even when we're not actually with people so reach out to your friends that you haven't seen in ages from school and just fancy catching up with or have a virtual party over FaceTime with some wine and your mates and just have a try and your best to have a good time don't put pressure on yourself to fulfill every single one of your goals but at the same time I know I'm going to use it as an opportunity to try and take a few steps forward towards achieving some of them but if you don't you know become fluent in a language over the next few months like that's fine or if you don't get your dream body that's okay quarantine snacks are the one but just go do the best that you can do and look after yourself Hello, I'm Matt. I suppose I'll kick off with how this pandemic's affected me. I mean, the biggest thing is I'm now working from home and I'm, I'm at home 24-7, which is an interesting one. It's, it's positive because I never have to travel too far, but it is also quite restrictive being stuck at home. On the positive side of this, though, I haven't been furloughed like a, a number of people have been, so that's something good to take away. It does give me something to do throughout the days to keep myself occupied. I'm seeing a lot more of my immediate family that I live with, which has got its ups and downs. It's definitely good to see them and to make sure that they're well, but also making sure that I've got the time to myself and distancing myself is also important. I'm also separated from a lot of others, from a lot of family, from a lot of loved ones, significant others, and and, and that has been difficult. So um, moving with that is, is definitely important to me. I mean, managing my own state through this, I'm making sure that I'm getting outside. I'm using my one exercise that I am allowed a day, and, and I'm making sure that I'm keeping in touch with those that, that I can't see, and I might not see for quite a long time. And I think it's just important to do that, to make sure that they're okay, that you're keeping in touch with them, and that you're showing that you care, that you're, that you're still invested in what they're up to and, and what they're doing. In, in short of that, it's also being able to to keep a routine is, is a good way to manage my own state. I mean, as an example, my average day is pretty similar now. It's get up, get dressed, have 
have breakfast and a coffee every morning during the working week it's it's i'll work through till lunch ha- have, have a bit of a break and catch up with everyone that i need to and go back to work before exercising after i've finished going to dinner and then using the evening as as my own personal time and just making sure that i do take that personal time when the weekend comes around it's it comes a bit more of helping around the house and making sure that everything is okay before the working week ahead if there's anything or a couple of key things to remember it's that everyone has got different circumstances at the moment with how they're dealing with things be ready to sympathise with people. No one's as lucky or as, as unlucky as you might be at the minute. So be sure that you do understand how other people might be coping and understand the reality of the situation we're in before you decide to go and do something. And before you decide to go outside or if you still decide it's okay to go out and sit with your friends, it's very easy to glaze over the numbers that are appearing in the television every day and on the news and on the radio. But this is an unprecedented historical event. And I still think the gravity of, of, of what's going on isn't, isn't being respected by enough people. A lot of people are understanding it, but there still needs to be more. Another thing is to remember that you're still entitled to your personal time. As much as you are stuck at home, as much as you are with your family around the clock, you still should take time to yourself and still have your own time where you are doing your own things, things that you want to do, things that you need to do. Don't feel obligated to be 100% committed to talking to everyone every single second. You still need to have your own personal moments and your own personal zone at home. And another thing is to remember that it's going to pass. It will end and the world will restart again and continue going at the normal pace. Don't let yourself fall off the wagon, whether you're in a job or out of a job. Make sure that you are keeping yourself up to date and you are ready to kick off all over again when it goes. Because a number of us will graduate or have graduated and, and will need to be ready to get back into that job market, get ready to kickstart life all over again and advice to someone that's struggling i'm no expert on on mental health or anything else similar but reach out if you're struggling there are a lot of friends who'll be more than willing to talk to you there's a lot of helplines that, that are open for people that are struggling at this point don't bottle and fall into the pit of self be be sure to reach out talk to people that you haven't talked to in quite a while start start those friendships again you never know who might need a conversation as well and don't be afraid to get in contact with someone and, and keep yourself stimulated Make sure that you keep doing activities. You have something that's going to keep you going. Set a goal and make sure that you stick to it and it will give you a drive to complete something by the end of the week, the month, whenever. The way I'm going to grab life by the horns is I'm going to use this time to completely sort my life out, find out where I stand and get ready for life to kick off again whenever we reach the end of this pandemic. COVID-19 has been such an unexpected challenge we've all had to face and it's just come out of the blue. It's a particularly stressful time for students and grads. Students are heading for deadline season. You have exams and coursework up to your eyeballs. And for grads starting out in the workplace, it's also a huge challenge to suddenly have to leave the structure of an office. And that takes getting used to in itself and then going back basically to a student lifestyle and really having to motivate yourself to work from home can be extremely hard. For those struggling, I wanted to share three tips I've been doing to try and manage my state of mind at this time. So the big one for me is having a routine We may have no control of outside the house, but inside the house we do. So I try to gently plan out my day the night before and give myself three, maybe four things to do the next day. Whether that's making sure I sit down and have a meal at the table, cook a hot meal, try a new recipe. Doesn't have to be food related. It can be cleaning, reading a book that you have had sitting on your shelf for the longest time. It's doing something productive that actually adds to the day. So it keeps me moving and my mind healthy. 
I find when I sit and I don't have anything planned, that's when I suffer personally the most and I get into this headspace of zero motivation. I begin to think really negatively and get a bit overwhelmed. Don't get me wrong, there are times where I need to have a quiet chunk of time, but I try and schedule that in so that I don't dwell so long in it and let that rule the day and take over. Another tip is making sure to set an alarm so that I can actually start the routine and start that day. Second major tip is keeping on top of basic health. For years, I have ignored my mum's advice on this one. And I hate to admit it, especially to the public. But at this point, she was totally right. It makes such a difference to your mood to have clean hair, brushed teeth, fresh clothes on. And with everyone being at home and not needing to dress to impress, it's very easy not to bother. But the moment you are put together, it boosts me so much and it keeps me motivated and confident when I take care of myself. Another tip in terms of basic health would be for the longest time, I've been so bad at drinking enough water. I've challenged myself to drink eight glasses a day and to move around physically as well, whether it's a dog walk or wiggling and tempting yoga on a mat for 10 minutes, just trying not to sit and sink into the sofa for long periods of time. So that would be like in terms of basic health, just keep moving, listen to your body, food and just hygiene. (laughs) Sounds really, really basic, but makes you feel so so much better the final tip i would say is reset the day if you failed yesterday that doesn't mean you will fail today i find it really easy to dwell on mistakes at the moment i get overwhelmed so easily so i've really tried to take the pace down calm myself by saying that each day is day zero each day is a chance to reset and to try to add something positive to that day. You forget failures or what didn't go right, whether you had an argument with a family member, got an extra load of work through, forgot a deadline, you reset. That has been crucial to me in this weird moment of life we're all experiencing. So those are my three tips for students, grads, anyone, to be honest out there at this unsettling time. I hope my tips help and I'm sending my love and support to everyone out there. Hello, my name is Phoebe and I would firstly like to thank you for having me on this podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and to be part of this. I'm sure for most it's it's been a whirlwind and I'm recording this now actually as I enter my fourth week working from home and I am quite lucky, um, well very lucky as I can work from home and the company that I work for has been very helpful in allowing that to happen, giving me structure and a routine to do so and helping me kind of try and carry on as best and as normally as I can. It's obviously been very different and hard to adapt to. I'm a very sociable person and I've come to realise that that's actually a huge part of the job and being in the office itself is is kind of massive. Seeing your colleagues every day, my commute to work, drinks um, after work and random chit chats you can have throughout the day. So kind of at first that that idea of of being away from all of that was really hard and quite a hard pill to swallow and my initial reaction probably wasn't the best 
I struggled a lot, but now four weeks in, I've definitely gotten used to the whole idea. And my boss has even compared this to a breakup as I think it was about a week in. She was like, you've actually got to the acceptance stage and was very, very pleasantly surprised by my high spirits. And to be fair, I think I, I'd actually got to a point when I stopped and really thought about kind of everything. And in the grand scheme of things, working from home during this time and this whole experience is actually I'm very fortunate and very lucky and very grateful that I'm still able to do all that that has taken its toll but kind of every hurdle I think you learn to adapt and I do feel like I've adapted quite quickly and seen a whole new light to my life and job just kind of leading me to be very optimistic and I'm feeling very optimistic and positive throughout this whole time in my first week or so I was using my spare time to lie in and watch tv and I didn't really do much and then now I've kind of tried to give myself more routine because I kind of work better on routine realistically if this was going to go on for, for quite a long time which it it is I kind of need to get more of a grip and stop being lazy because I've been lazy for kind of that first week I was really quite lazy also I did have the fear of when we do eventually kind of go back to working life so I've slept so much and my sleeping has been insane it has been one of the highlights I'm sleeping so much going back to work after that will be quite hard I'm trying to get back into a normal morning routine because mine is still you know very much slow and steady but I've actually started working out before my work day begins and for those that do know me this is huge because I've queen of making excuses this this whole thing I think is working out for the better for me in that sense because I've never made time to keep fit and stay fit and I'm actually now three weeks in to a workout scheme and it's been almost life-changing I'm actually kind of getting into the swing of things and I think throughout this whole thing I've I've learned a lot more about myself and things that I want out of my life and things I actually want to do I do think that's where one needs to put their focus during this time because what's going on out there is completely out of our control and I can't actually allow myself to get stressed or worried about things I can't control so I'm using this time to really work on myself and the person I want to be and I think that's all you really can do I'm focusing on the positive by the fact that I'm saving so much money being at home which I haven't done ever I've also tried out new skincare and my skin is definitely loving me for it and you know I'm kind of trying to do more things and like writing more lists and things that I want to achieve during this time like I'm cooking more I'm pushing myself up my comfort zone more in kind of certain aspects of my life that I've made excuses for and I think that's kind of one of the things that you need to focus on and I think if there's anyone out there that's listening to this is worried or stressed or just doesn't really know what to do with their days then kind of my recommendation would be to find a new passion switch off the news I watch it kind of once a day if if I if I can and I'm just using this time to do things for myself, kind of to reach out to the friends that I have and love and miss dearly and to make future plans of what we'll do when we do meet again. Now's the time to, to kind of focus on something that you've always wanted to do, but always put off. I'm listening to more podcasts and reading more books because I've always found excuses for never reading enough books. And I think that's that's kind of the main things that we should be doing what I've really learned is that after this pandemic kind of quiets down and life goes back to normal, I will definitely be looking at kind of trying to grad my life by the horns more and saying that I'll be saying yes to loads more, being more open to opportunities that come my way, taking a lot less for granted and being more selfish with my career as well and pursuing things that actually make me happy and thrive because this has taught me that there's a lot of kindness in the world it's it's been a real time to think and I think that once this is all over we'll be in a very happy new place and I'm excited for what that future holds 
I'm Grace and I'm a master's student at Nottingham Uni. During the pandemic, to try and maintain some routine and sanity, I'm doing Pilates and Spanish every day, so I'm teaching myself Spanish on Duolingo. And I'm also reading every day. And then in the morning, one of the first things I do when I sit down to do work is write a to-do list so I've got a bit of structure to my day. In terms of my life as a student, it's been quite eventful this year. I've had strikes and then the current pandemic, which has meant I've had two, three weeks of teaching this term, which a week of teaching for me is just one day. So that's been quite a lot of contact time I've lost. And as a result, my word counts, my essays have all been chopped in half. But we were told about this only last week. So I started writing a lot of my essays and then the word counts were chopped in half. So it's created more work and more stress in an already very stressful time. Also, my job search has been affected because a lot of places that I'd applied to or was looking at applying to have put their recruitment on hold. So it's quite a stressful time, but everyone's in the same boat and I just keep reminding myself that to try and combat some of that stress. It's not a personal reflection of me, it's just the current situation. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are in a worse situation than I am. So that's kind of how I'm trying to deal with it and combat the uh, the current stress. My average day at the moment is just a slow morning, no social media. I've put time limits on my phone so I can't go on social media until one in the afternoon. And I found this really helped me because I was comparing myself subconsciously to people that were getting up and doing a workout. And as much as I'm getting up and doing Pilates, I wasn't doing like these big workouts in the garden. So I just didn't want to see it. And obviously Twitter is full of fairly negative news at the moment so I just didn't want to see that I didn't want to start my day with that kind of information so yeah these time limits have really really helped me the slow morning no social media coffee pilates spanish read till like 10 11 o'clock then I'll start work and work till about five maybe six depending on how I'm going to do less at the start of the day assess that again at lunch making sure that I'm getting outside when I can so if it's sunny I'll work outside I'll have my lunch outside stuff like that Then I'll go on a walk once I finish for the day. And then my evenings are watching Gilmore Girls, my current obsession, or FaceTiming my friends. So we've had like pub quizzes and stuff like that over FaceTime, which has been really fun. Or just like games nights with my family. So just kind of having something to look forward to in the evening, even if it's not just leaving the house. Something else to kind of get me through each day. I think the main thing to remember at the moment is just that it will be over, like it is just temporary. And every day that we get through is one day closer to the end of it. So just kind of viewing it like that is the best advice I can give. Keep reminding yourself that. To try and grad life by the horns at the moment, I'm just using the time to learn new skills, so Spanish and Pilates. I didn't have a clue about Spanish before isolation and kind of had a bit of an understanding of Pilates, but have spent a lot of time improving those skills, which has been really nice. And then reading books that I always wanted to read. I got so many for my birthday and for Christmas and just never got around to it. There was always something else to be doing, whereas now I'm just slowing down and spending more time doing things like that. Hi, my name's Amy and I graduated from the University of Portsmouth last July with a degree in Geography. I had no idea what I wanted to do after I graduated, where I wanted to live or what industry I wanted to work in. So I moved back home and after a few months off, I found myself a job in an insurance company. However, quickly decided that it wasn't the industry for me. Luckily, after a month in insurance, I was offered a job as an IT project coordinator within a large non-profit organisation. I started my new role at the beginning of March, but after only three weeks there, Boris Johnson made the announcement that due to the coronavirus pandemic, 
everyone who could work from home should. And that was that. I was thrown at the deep end, working from home in a job where I was still finding my feet. It really took me out of my comfort zone as I realised that if I did something wrong or needed help with something, it was much harder to rectify or get that help without my colleagues or manager nearby to lend a hand. After a few days, I was in the rhythm of working from home and found myself in a completely new routine. It still wasn't ideal, but I really enjoyed the flexibility of working from home and the commute wasn't that bad. I made it a rule for myself to get up, have a coffee and get showered before logging on for the day to avoid falling into a habit of working in my pyjamas and to hopefully help me have a more productive day. We had video calls with the team every morning which made working from home a lot easier as well as weekly-ish meetings with the whole department. It was really nice to be able to keep in contact with everyone and still feel a part of the organisation even if I was sat at home on my own. However, as you're probably all aware, everything with the coronavirus has moved and changed pretty quickly. And last week it was announced that people would be furloughed and by Friday I found out that I was one of those people. Although I'm so grateful to be in the position that I'm in, I'm really sad that I'm not going to be working with my team after only just starting. However, I'm trying my best to make the most of the situation. Today marks my first day of furlough leave and so far I've deeply in my kitchen, cupboards and all, I've done a few loads of laundry and recorded this. I'm going to try and make a to-do list every day so I still feel like I've accomplished something. And even if that list consists of get up, watch three episodes of Grey's Anatomy and have a shower, Hopefully it will still provide some structure to my day. I think in the current situation it's really important to remember that it is only temporary and that things will be back to normal eventually. Instead of focusing on everything that I can't do at the moment, I'm trying to make the most of it. Video calls and FaceTime have really come in use and generally I FaceTime a different friend or family member every day. I actually think it's been easier to catch up with my friends since they're all at home and generally don't have too much to do and don't have busy schedules to try and coordinate now. I even participated in an online kickboxing class with my usual trainer on Zoom. I'm going to grab life by the horns and make this new temporary way of life a little easier by creating more of a routine and taking some time to try some new activities such as painting by numbers. It really is an extraordinary situation we're in at the moment, but we will all get through it. I'm managing my own state at the moment by trying to keep a sense of perspective on the situation. While my personal and work life has been affected by the pandemic, there are so many more important things going on and people who have been impacted a lot more. It's important to understand why things are the way they are at the moment and why the sacrifices being made are so absolutely necessary to keep things going as best they can and to save people's lives. Because my granddad has terminal cancer, it's obviously quite a worrying time for me and for my family in that regard. My graduate life has been affected in that I've basically uprooted my life for the second time in two months and come back to Derby where I'm now working for The Telegraph but from home. An average day is still mostly taken up by work and there's an amazing system in place which ensures I can do my job as close to normal as possible. Currently I'm on annual leave so this week has been dominated by Zoom calls and also the odd bit of PE with Joe Wicks. I'm still trying to make the best of my holiday and get that all important daily walk in in some downtime. Hearing from my friends, being with my family and watching copious amounts of daytime TV is what's keeping me going at the moment. It's key for people to remember why we are doing what we're doing. Staying home as best as possible has never been more important and it's also crucial to remember that all this is temporary. It won't be too long until the return of meals out and seeing friends every week and going to beer gardens, and we've all got to just weather the storm as best as possible in the meantime. I'd urge people to remember that we're in a completely unique time. People shouldn't expect maybe as much of themselves, or indeed of others, as they would in a normal situation. Also, I'd advise to be careful about what information people consume. Trust in news and sources have never been more important, but it can be too easy at times to get taken in by hysteria and conspiracies. 
in these circumstances, I'm going to grad life by the horns by continuing to work to the best of my ability. But remember, as everyone should, that now, more than ever, a balance is needed. Hello, my name is Tiffany and I am a physiotherapist working in the UK at the moment. Before lockdown, to just give you a brief background, I was working two jobs, which is honestly as mad and as manic as it sounds. I was working for the NHS in critical care and I was also working as a women's health physiotherapist doing outpatient clinics. So that involved kind of treating everything down below, so from pelvic pain to incontinence to prolapses to sexual pain, literally you name it, I was treating it, I was your girl. And then I also run the Instagram accounts at gynegirl, G-Y-N-A-E, G-I-R-L, which is my, honestly like my pride and joy and the aim of that is to really be the kind of the sex ed that we never got when we were at school and to educate women of all ages and to provide advice and support where needed and to really kind of get a community. Currently due to everything going on in the world all my women's health clinics have been stopped and I'm working full-time for the NHS now in critical care. I won't say much more because I think the news is updating everyone and I think you've all probably got quite a good picture of what it's like and it's hard. What I will say is that the NHS and the people that I work with, honestly, I have the utmost, utmost respect for them. The help and the support that they provide the patients and each other, we honestly couldn't do it without each other and really are my real life heroes we're doing so much and everyone is really working together and I couldn't be prouder to work for such a lovely lovely team moving on the main reason that I'm really trying to push Gynie Girl at the moment is because people are at home a lot more now so hopefully I'll get a few more people reading but also I'm thinking if we can provide enough advice and supports for young women then hopefully that will reduce the amount of NHS admissions for things gynae related and I think if women know their bodies more they can monitor the symptoms and then seek help and advice where needed so hopefully to reduce some of those pressures on the NHS. I'm also really really pro ending period poverty so a lot of my posts are about the charity Bloody Good Period and they aim to provide period products for women who can't afford them for multitude of reasons so for example asylum seekers I think they get about £34 a week think to yourself just how much a box of tampons or sanitary towels cost for someone who only gets £34 a week if you're buying kind of your food shop and your clothes and bills very soon that necessity becomes something that you debate whether or not you need it they really aim to kind of provide sustainable sanitary towels and tampons and period supports where needed and the push at the moment really is that periods don't end in a pandemic so if you think about Everyone in the UK seems to be stockpiling toilet roll. These ladies can't stockpile tampons and sanitary towels. So we are really trying to push to have this supply that they can access. So if you are interested in helping out, have a look on my Instagram and also have a look on Bloody Good Period, the website. And there's lots of different ways you can get involved and donate. And that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. I'm also, like I said, really, really pro increasing the knowledge of the female anatomy. At the moment, there's such a big push on body positivity and loving your body, which is fantastic. But I think it's also shocking that there's not a great push on actually knowing your body as well. And I think if we know our bodies, we can love them more. And if we know our bodies, we can make detailed and educated decisions to do with them. It baffles me that 
so many women can't tell the difference kind of from their labia to their clitoris. So I'm doing loads of posts at the moment to gain better public knowledge and informing the public really. So I'm doing a multitude of things. I'm making TikToks at the moment, got different ones. So we've got one about the vagina. We've also got one about the pelvic floor out at the moment, which is something I never thought I'd say. And then we're also doing quizzes on a Sunday night always on the Instagram story where you can choose and guess the answers. So we've got one out at the moment about STIs. So hopefully if we can increase the knowledge on STIs, people can start having more safe sex, which reduces the need to go to our gum clinics at the moment, which is severely under pressure. And we've also got one about vagina and vaginal anatomy. So lots and lots going on. I would really, really, really appreciate if you could take a look. And then the last thing I would say in terms of giving you all advice is just look out for each other and look out for yourself. In these times of uncertainty, you never know what someone else is going through. And I think sometimes even that little WhatsApp, just to let someone know you're thinking of them, makes a big difference. And not to be too harsh on yourselves. We're really going through a pandemic at the moment. If you're not having SIA bowls for breakfast and doing yoga by 10am, do you know what? That's fine. Work with yourself and listen to your body and listen to your mind and look out for others. Hi, everyone. I'm Lucy and I'm a graduate. I graduated in July 2019 and I've been in full-time work since September on a graduate scheme in human resources. My average day at the minute consists of waking up, exercising in the morning. I like to go out for my daily exercise and go for a run. And then I work from 9 to 5.30. And in the evening, I'll cook and spend the evening speaking to sort of family and friends. I think this pandemic has affected my grad life in positive and negative ways. I'm grateful and I do recognise that I'm in an extremely fortunate position because I am able to work. I think that working in HR especially has made me sort of much more understanding and empathetic to the challenges that a lot of individuals are facing right now, sort of regardless of their age or their living situation. It is a little bit frustrating having moved to London and obviously I did that with the view of being in the office and kind of building visibility which is obviously what you want early in your career but in the grand scheme of things I don't think anyone could have anticipated this kind of situation so I'm trying not to get too worried about that. I think that being at home has actually negatively affected my eating habits. I've been snacking a lot more than I probably would have done at work just because the food is in the cupboard and it's there. But I'm trying my best to sort of be conscious of that and eat healthy because I know that that will also have a knock-on effect to my mental health as well. I'm studying part-time for a qualification at the minute and prior to lockdown I always found it really difficult after commuting and cooking and going to the gym to sort of find the motivation to sit down and study and write my assignments. Whereas now I definitely don't have that excuse. So in a way that's sort of been a positive takeaway from this experience. All those tasks that we sort of think we don't have the time to do now we literally don't have an excuse. I feel a lot of secondhand anger for university students at the minute who have been left with completely inadequate support And I think that the advice I'd give to someone who is perhaps struggling at the minute is that this is a temporary situation, despite it not feeling like that at the moment. It's absolutely okay to feel a little bit hopeless right now and worried, but 
try as best you possibly can to build structure into your days and speak to your friends and family as much as possible. I'm grateful to yourselves, Becky and Sophie, and the likes of Bronte King, obviously founding the Girls Who Graduate group, as these forums really allow us to kind of share our experiences, support one another through this time, and continue to drive the conversation. And grad life by the horns. Hi everyone, I'm Jamil. I hope you're all good, especially with what's going on at the moment in the world. I'm a graduate from Loughborough University where I studied English and Drama back in 2018 and I'm currently an intern at BBC3 in Birmingham. I'm working from home because of the obvious and that's very different to what I'm used to. I'm a very up and go person. I like to have a different surrounding in the day in comparison to where I come back and just relax at home in the evening. So it's been tricky to adapt and I just feel like being in the creative field I am that kind of person that wants to chat with others, that wants to have that distraction and just be really hands-on and practical. I've not been able to do that being at home. I've tried to be like more creative in ways that I can, but I low-key feel like that's because the pressure of social media and how everyone's like, use this time to learn a new skill or if you don't know how to use Photoshop, try and do this, try and do that. As great as that advice is and as productive as I want this time to be, I'm not going to lie, I do need to remember the times when I was at work or just as a group of friends or graduates. I always used to chat to mates about how we wanted that free time that we don't always get. So I feel like as shit as the situation is, we need to remember that we sometimes ask for this and just do what we can to embrace it and turn a negative into a positive. As much as I feel bound by these four walls that I'm surrounded by, I need to remember that there are people in worse situations. Of course, this pandemic is horrendous, but I need to remember there are third world countries out there and people deal with this kind of stuff on a daily basis outside of the whole coronavirus. People live in war zones. We've got food coming in on our tables. We've got a roof over our heads and we need to be grateful for what we've got. As easy as it is for me to say it is really hard to practice and I completely hear that like I'm a bit of a hypocrite for saying that and not practicing what I'm preaching we're human at the end of the day in terms of my community in terms of my friends who are also graduates we've all been affected quite differently and I feel that's because of the industries we're in or like just the, the jobs that we're in I've been very blessed that my teams have been supported very well by our managers everyone's looking out for our mental health it's been a very very big thing but then on the other hand I've got friends who are graduates and are working at other companies that haven't had much support and they're kind of in the lurch or they don't have security of their jobs or some people have actually lost their jobs currently my day-to-day work is literally wake up get ready sit and just typing away really and sometimes just trying to create work because I don't always have a lot to do or sometimes it's the opposite where I've got too much to do when I don't take a break so it's really hard finding the balance if I'm honest it's been three weeks and I'm finding different ways to adapt what I'm doing every single day, what I'm trying to do every single day without fail is going to the park for a stroll, making the use out of that one daily allowance that we're granted to exercise. So no one come for me, please. <laughs> I'm not a massive exercise person, but I've been making the most of that one allowance that we've got and taking a stroll through the park because I just need to get out and clear my head sometimes. And that's something we should all do, like even if it's a walk around your block. I feel on Instagram especially there's a whole culture of oh let's get fit which 
is amazing but if you're like me and you're not a gym person you can't work out you don't know how to work out or you just cannot be bothered with these workout videos literally just get up and walk to wherever you want to walk walking for like an hour is better than doing nothing sat in the home go out breathe obviously go out if it's reasonable and within the guidelines that we're given and i'm gonna grab life by the horns by carrying on walking as much as i can by trying to actually create a routine doing this voice note for grad life by the horns has actually made me think i need to do something to grad life by the horns as cheesy as it sounds because my routine isn't necessarily a routine at the moment i need to make it more structured so thank you sophie and becky for giving me this time and space to reflect and to make me think that i need to be a bit more structured because not everything is airy fairy i hope everyone finds some kind of ease finding something that they're good at to draw creativity at this time or to just breathe and feel what you're feeling and allow yourself to feel what you're feeling because it's okay we're gonna pull through it one way or another stay blessed everyone and stay positive hi everyone it's sophie here rounding up the season two finale and the very special takeover how to grad life by the horns in the world today we are taking a slightly extended break between this season and the next, but do not panic. We will be returning in four weeks time on Tuesday, the 19th of May to open up season three with some brilliant interviews with very interesting guests, along with some other surprises as well. So stay tuned for all that to come. We want to thank all of our season two guests, supporters, listeners and takeover participants a special thank you as well to our editor and producer palama yes i'm talking to you girl and don't you dare cut this out palama is a very important part of the grad life by the horns team and we appreciate her so much we created this project so you as listeners can hopefully relate to or be inspired by others but call me bias as i'm one of the co-hosts i find myself listening back to this takeover countless times i know becky has as well and even participants have said that they have to make sure we take that time to reflect gain perspective really take in the key points that are being made and figure out what's right for us and what works for us during these times because life is really really hard to handle right now not just for students and graduates but for everyone we are so grateful to all of you for being so vulnerable, honest, and for offering so many cool recommendations, community pages, insights, and stories to help us grad life by the horns. Personally, not much has changed for me in the last week. I am constantly worrying about plans I had lined up for the near future that are life-changing to me, and it's all become a little bit raw as this week marks the last week of my year's placement. After this, I am technically unemployed. I find myself blurring the lines between what I can and cannot control, which is causing me to have mood swings and to lose some very important perspective sometimes. However, I am really working on this, I promise, and a golden thread through this season finale is that it may seem like everything won't be going ahead and there will, will never be an end to this because when you're in it, it is, it is hard to see the end of it. It will come to an end, this is temporary and the time will come to do all those things 
we couldn't do. We just have to take each day as it comes and keep as much perspective as possible. If you follow the news or social media at all for that matter, you will see that World War II veteran Captain Tom Moore raised tens of millions of pounds for the NHS by walking a hundred laps of his garden by his 100th birthday. There is so much we can learn from this brilliant man. One, he was determined to achieve something for himself and he did it. Two, he showed nothing but kindness for doing it. And three, his empathy and appreciation for others is huge through both his actions and the way he communicates. I don't know about you, but I am starting to see these qualities, whether they are reported in news or not, really coming to the surface with individuals, communities and society as a whole. And we ask you to actively seek this, to celebrate with them, celebrate yourself and join that positive movement because it will help navigate the news because it's all just a little bit depressing at the minute. As Captain Tom Moore said, all you people who are finding it difficult at the moment, the sun will shine on you again and the clouds will go away. In the meantime, we want to know the best way we can help you. So drop us a follow on Instagram at gradlifebythehorns and on Twitter at gradlifebdh to keep up with our content and our inbox is always open to feedback, suggestions or just a general chit chat to get us through the day. (laughs) Me and Becky love a good chat. Our bi-weekly newsletter is also starting to pick up pace. To find the link to subscribe, it's in our Instagram bio and we put together contributor pieces, recommendations blogs, editor letters and much more. If you have enjoyed our podcast content so far, please head to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a review and a rating. We would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe, stay positive and connected and continue to grad life by the horns. We'll see you very soon. Bye.